Hello everyone, Zach here from the Carnival of Randomness on behalf of our sponsor, Upsitnik and Associates. In these unprecedented times, we reflect on our future, both in the next few weeks and months, but also the upcoming years and decades, and it's time to prepare for that future. Upsitnik and Associates has been contacted by many healthcare workers, as well as old and new clients to prepare wills, powers of attorney, and advanced directives, also called a living will. All of you need these documents. So don't say you don't have any assets to speak of, no children or other dependents. Regardless of the circumstances now, you will need a will for today and tomorrow. Al Upsitnik feels so strongly about having wills and other needed documents prepared that Upsitnik and Associates can prepare your will, power of attorney, and living will at no charge, you heard that correct, no charge until the end of 2020. No hidden fees or gimmicks. Al feels so strongly about planning for the future at this time that he is willing to assist you with your future. Trust Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for 42 years, from the Supreme Court to Alaska and everywhere in between. You can find them online, UpsitniksLaw.com, on Facebook, Upsitnik and Associates, or call them toll-free, 1-866-391-3299 to prepare for your future. Hi, everybody. Uh, it's Carnival of Randomness. Yes, we're still around. We're incidental nowadays, but I want to take you back the time before all this. It was Valentine's Day 2020. I think it was minus 14 out. And on Valentine's Day, after Valentine's Day Massacre got over at the Bug Jar, I tend to go four or five, six places. I know Tommy's band was playing. And I actually went to Abilene because my friend Jeff Scherner's band was playing the happy hour. And I hung out with his wife, Heather. We had a good time, saw some friends. And I saw I had to wait till about 10 o'clock to see some other shows. So I saw Adriana's Advertise was playing. And I'd heard of them. And actually, as you'll find out, I've actually seen her before. So I decided to stay around. I figured I'd catch the first set. And I was, to say the least, blown away. I mean, this is a natural. And I pretty much become the big Adriana fan of the summer because she's one of the people who played and she's also really good, but very glad to welcome Adriana Noon today. Hi. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, very thankful to, to see you. And plus we have a little very special guest who's probably going to be in silent. <laughs> I know. I hope she's silent. Yeah. This is my little puppy, Junie Juniper. Um, and she's like maybe 10 weeks old now. She's just chewing on her pumpkin bone. Could you imagine being that, in 2020 being oblivious no not at all <laughs> oh not at all but she's just so content all the time you have some stories to tell when you grow up into a big dog junie i know right <laughs> but you just give us a little bit about your background yeah so basically uh i started performing when i was probably like five years old um but i was an irish dancer and I really enjoyed that. And then I got to be older, and I, I always loved singing. I always watched, like, American Idol, and I just I just always wanted to do that, and that's all that I really knew. So then I got older, and I stopped doing dancing so that I could be more active in musicals and community theater, and so... I did that for a little while, and then I realized that acting isn't my thing, <laughs> and the dancing that you do in musicals, also not my thing, but singing is my thing, so uh, so I tried to figure out different things I could do, and I did some benefit concerts that I put on, and uh, with the help of my voice teacher, too, we started that, um, and, then, and then I did them on my own, and then... Uh, 
I had a friend join in on one, my friend Shannon. And then I went to college, and I did, <laughs> and I continued to do music there. Um, and I went to Belmont University in Nashville, and I did uh, their commu- their commercial music program there. And then I transferred to uh, to Purchase College in Westchester. It's SUNY, isn't it? And yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I almost I w- bought that college, but I decided not to. Oh. Purchase. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Um, but I went there. I just missed. I missed New York, and I and I really I wanted to be um, as close to the city as possible, and that was such a great um, option for me, a great choice. So I went there, and I did. Uh, their jazz program, and then I, and then I finished there. I've been around. I've also found like you've talked about theater. When yeah. you're not good at music like me or theater, you do podcasts. Yeah. You know, you find your way. But we, we become the Irish dancer friendly podcast because my Love friend it. Stephanie Oswald, she was on. She's still doing it. They do. They make their own dress. Really? And, yeah, they make. She does a spider costume, and oh obviously they're gosh. bummed out because they can't because of obviously circumstances this yeah. year. But I've gotten into Irish dancing, and I also knew my friend from the days when I used to work at bars, Eddie Murphy, who has Drumcliff Studios. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, and I remember them coming in, and this is a lot of respect to Irish dancers when I've worked bars on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, but they gosh. would come in to Carol's and That's to other right. bars and come in and do this. But so we are the Irish dancing podcast. Awesome. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, I love I loved it so much. I still love it. I still love watching it. I wish I still did it, but I feel like a lot of times you there it's more competitive. Like you do the lessons, you do the dance in order to compete with it, you know, like it's not. I've usually... seen, I've seen from Stephanie that they have, they have all the meats. Yeah, they have everything, all these big competitive. Exactly. And all I think of is like some bad movie or something where people are, you know, know. people take it too seriously. Oh, they take it seriously, but it's so fun. It was so fun and interesting. But nobody, I feel like nobody really knows. It looks like if you walk into those competitions, it looks like that show toddlers and tiaras where it's a bunch of like little girls and they've got spray tans and they've got the wigs and i'm like what is going on they have socks that are bedazzled with jewels on them i've seen the costumes i've seen stephanie does like a spider costume but i've seen all the costumes not like that mean dance mom woman no (laughs) it's not like that (laughs) i went i went as her for halloween one year you did (gasps) abby lee oh i love that show too but it's not like that. It's not like whiplash or anything. No. I mean, if you get the wrong teacher, I guess it could be. But no, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's a really Well, it's like I like ballet, but I've never, oh, yeah. you know, ballet. indulged. Only thing I have to do is get back into yoga now. It's been a long time. It's oh, been yeah. like a year or so. But it's one of those years. But you started in terms of, did you have anybody in terms of music? Yeah. Was there something you heard the album or the person? I know you're a big Nina Simone fan, but yeah. did you hear, in terms of first, when did you really hear something and say, was it on TV like that? Or was it an album or a musician where you really said, wow, I want to do that? Yeah, well, I when I listened to American Idol, when I watched that show, I, I, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to sing songs like that. I, you know, I, I don't know. I just wanted to be on stage like that. And that was, I was three or four, I think. Um... But I always would sing to uh, the Beauty and the Beast movie. I would sing all those songs, and I I loved it. But um, but as I got older, what what I realized was kind of more the sound that I liked, the kind of 
you know, the the direction I wanted to go in, I guess, or what really spoke to me was Florence and the Machine. And I heard her music. Um, I feel like I was on a field trip in middle school. And I can remember I was on the bus, and I don't know where we were going, but, um, but I was listening to whatever I was listening to, and then a Florence and the Machine song came on, and I was obsessed with it. And so then I just started listening to music that was similar to that from there. And and that's kind of how I've, I don't know, that was kind I of what friends, inspired I have me. one of my friends, her mom told me when she was a little girl, he, and she's a singer, and she knew because she would just sing along to all the Disney films. Yeah. Going around like she wanted to be Cinderella, she wanted to be a yeah. princess, just going and singing around to it. Yeah. And that's how you get the vibe, you get into the music. Yeah. Like Florence Machine, for you, if you know, an Apple for me was one of the ones that in terms yeah. of, I just, I know a lot of people who, and it's like a lot of, like I'll talk about your voice a little bit later, I, like for Fiona's, you can't pinpoint it. Yeah. And like one of the biggest things I ever had in terms of like, like a friend of mine she had a gin and tonic with fiona apple at south by southwest and i was so jealous i was just no i want to go down i'm gonna fly down there i want to go there so badly <laughs> one of my friends played it and she had like she had pictures of julian lennon oh with gosh. uh she Fio, talking with fiona apple and i've had i don't oh. want to talk about that this year because this is the year i'm still getting emails with canceled concert tickets no, I know. and i've had like there was a festival in east aurora i was gonna go see jason isbell which every year <gasps> I've seen with my friend Moondog Dave, we've seen him. We went to the Beacon Theater to see him. And Jason is, if you don't know who Jason is, why are you listening to this? But he is one of the best songwriters there is. And Trey Anastasio, my friend calls me up. He's playing with Trey Anastasio. I'm going to get tickets as soon as it opens. Two dates only with him. Oh, it's canceled. No. (laughs) So it's one of those years. I know. But then you went off, you actually went off to college and studied music. Yep. Yep. And I know 20, uh, 1920s jazz, did you say? You yeah. Because I know you like that. See, you're right. I love, I don't know, it's weird. When I was very young, I listened to a lot of rap. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I loved 50 Cent. I loved Will Smith. I love, I think I had a crush on Will Smith. I don't know. Well, he's great. He's yeah. awesome. He's yeah. Great. But I was like three, you know? But I, I loved rap r&b when i was younger then i got a little bit older and i was obsessed with the top 40 stuff on the radio and then um i got a little bit older and i was obsessed with florence and the machine and that more alternative kind of stuff and then recently i love listening to 70s music 1920s music i love it so much I, I don't know. I So I just, I listen to all different kinds of music. And you could tell that you go see one of your shows is like this big creative stew of all this kind of music. There really is. <laughs> uh, it's like you hear this and it's like, well, there's a Leonard Cohen song. Yeah. Then your own songs have, you could tell there's like so much influence in there. Oh, and like for me, I like for me with rap, it was always like Linkin Park. Yeah. And the older raps. And I always, every year I play Christmas Goes to Hollis from Run DMC. Those oh, are my yeah. groups and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but then like the more modern stuff. And I mean, I liked it because there's a poetry to it. Mm-hmm. People, even like Eminem, there are some songs he's done I've heard where there's, they're really good. Oh, yeah. There's like a poetry to it and the whole, the rhythm and everything. I love Eminem. Mm-hmm. You know, plainer yeah. on, they have a new fudge brownie one this year, I guess. Yeah. M&M flavors, yeah. <laughs> I constantly have to make the joke there. But I remember seeing you, actually, this goes back, I thought I saw you on Valentine's Day, you were in Love and Cups Idol. 
Yes, I was. And I still, I told you the story where you sung Goodbye, the one I heard was Goodbye Good Yellow Brick Road. Road. And I said, this is Sarah Bareilles. This yeah. is not uh, Alan John. No, no, you <laughs> were on to me. how did that come about? Um, and I remember the weirdness is, I saw you those years ago then. There you were again. <laughs> I know. Well, I I don't know how, I think I was, I was a senior in high school. And it was in the winter. And because I remember every time that we had to drive over there for for the show, it was always snowing and badly. Like there was it could be any other day of the week. It was fine. And then those specific days snowing. So um, but yeah, I, I got into that and that was so fun. And I don't know how I don't remember how I heard about it. If maybe a friend sent me a link or one of my family members. But so I went over there and I did that. And that was so cool. And I love that place. I love Leslie. I love all of them over there. And uh, so, yeah, it was really fun. And they had the whole band there. And Willie was great. And they had all the guys. And, and I know Matt does. Like, I don't know if he did the sound or Matt Guinari for that. But I think he's he usually the sound guy. He is. I think he did. Top notch. He is just yeah. incredible. Yeah. And it was so fun because it really. it. It pushed me, I think, definitely, because every week I had to come up with, you know, if I was like, if I had moved on, I had to come up with another song from a certain topic or genre or something. There was always some kind of cool uh, new thing we had to pick from. So, so that was fun, and that pushed me. And then to get to work with the musicians there was really fun and great. And so I think that that helped me grow a lot. Oh, and I think that. the love. There's something about Love and Cup in the Winter, though, where it's yeah. the curse of the storm. And I remember going mm-hmm. to see Marissa Mulder there, and she's a great jazz vocalist, and she will do Tom Waits. Yeah. But I remember going there. I debated going, and I got there, and there was a haze of snow. Yeah. And I got down there, and it got a little better, but Tom Cohen from the Bob Shop told me they had to drive her home to Canandaigua afterwards, and I guess it was horrifying. Oh, yeah. I was at a high-rise or so one time. I looked outside. I couldn't even see any cars. So there is the Curse of Rochester. I, I know. Mean, that's the one thing here. I know. You know, that's the one thing. But the one thing I found from you, too, is that you do, you really do dig back into the 70s and the classic and everything. How did that come? Did you just find the albums? Or did you just, again, you just hear the songs and explore? Yeah, I hear the songs. I listen to a lot of, I'm, I'm on Spotify all the time. All the time I'm listening to music, and I feel like I'm always finding different artists from that, or just from what I like, it, it'll show me other songs or other artists that are similar to that. So I've just gotten into a lot of stuff like that, I guess. I like Wings. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how I find you it. Have, I just... and also, too, you have this style for vocals that I think you could cover any genre and do it. It's like it's really Thank great to you. see as you grow to pull it Thank off. You. I'll like toss a song at you to, to you do just, I'll request it. In yeah, the, please do. Please once do. You do. Only play. Did you say that one time? I'll sing it if I know it. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I'll policy. sing it if I know it. I know. Well, I, that's how I feel if it's like a live show. I'm like, I'll sing it if I know it. But um, but no, I I I love. That's another thing too. I love when people request you know, songs for me to sing because it also is another way for me to hear different songs, different musicians. And I don't know. I I also, when I was younger and and playing out or, you know, singing at open mics and stuff, I feel like I would always do songs um, by female artists that were, you know, current that I'd heard on the radio. But 
it didn't really allow me to kind of be me, I feel like. I was always kind of singing, like, how I heard them singing it. So, and I never really, I wanted to get away from that. I wanted to find my own sound. So I feel like from listening to all different genres and different decades and taking, you know, songs by male artists and covering them, I feel like it's given me more of a, an opportunity to find my own sound um, and make them my own. That's the one thing. I think there's a, different, there's a difference in terms of artists. There are cover bands and tribute bands, and you go see them when you go see these kind of bands. You want to hear the song as done. Like, say you go see an Eagles cover band. Yeah. You want to hear that song. Yeah. It's close. My friend Rob Mount, he played with Lou Graham. But he also played, before they played in a band called Stranger, which is a foreigner cover band, the audience did not want to see you do an improv jazz solo. They want to hear, if you're playing Cold as Ice, right. they want to hear, you know, beat by beat. Yeah. But in terms of other singers where you do a mix of your original, you interpret the songs. Yeah. You make them their own. And I think that's the thing where I think good music's out there for you. And again, you do your own, but there's also some very good music out there. And you twisted to make it your own. I feel like you, I was really surprised the one time. It's like, wow, it's House of the Rising Sun. Oh, yeah. And understand that, too. This is a folk song. It goes back many years. Bob Dylan covered it. Mm -hmm. And actually, he's the only one, I think, who's done it from the female perspective. Really? There's a female perspective. And it's not the animals. <gasps> Bob Dylan's first album, it's... He does it from the female perspective. I've got to hear that. I don't know why I haven't. I own that, actually, because I, I went on a huge Dylan thing because I actually met him for five minutes when he played at the oh. auditorium. Oh. And what could I say? It's like you never want to meet your idols, right? Right. So I had my friends with me, and we're walking down Prince Street, and there's the other street. Yeah. And this was 2018, I think. It was yeah. winter, so it's crappy out. Okay. I parked by East to Walk. So I go out there, and Dylan's playing, and... Like a lemo pulls up, he's there, and he's like oh. by the gates. And what it was when we made eye contact, and I'm not going to say a word to him, but he's like, because it's Dylan, right? Right, right. And what, what do, do I say, though? He like gives me a little smile, and I wave, and I say, um, Mr. Dylan, I play your Christmas album every year. And one of my friends, he said he really enjoyed making it. Oh, yeah. And then he was very polite, he left, and that was, you know, I think it was because I, we, none of us were idiots. Yeah. We didn't ask for pictures. Yeah. And the thing about that, my friend had a fit. My friend Monty, you met Zimmerman. You didn't talk to him about Blood on the Tracks. You talked to him about a Christmas album. Oh, my God. And he was dead on. And the thing I think about Dylan, too, he's toured, except he had some illnesses and knees. He's on the road 200 times a year. Yeah. And now he's another one. It's like yeah. my friend Hayes Carl. He's on the road about 200 days a year. He's been doing his shows the streaming shows yeah but it's just that weirdness where all of a sudden your whole lifestyle yeah you know it's like that but also i mean you do make them their own but i like also like for example you do jim croce's operator yeah but you do you toss in a girl from the north country yeah did you come up with that i did thank you for noticing um i i've i've just sometimes i hear things and i'm like i was listening to it and I was thinking to myself, that sounds exactly like Girl from North Country. Probably was, because, you know, we all build on everything. Right, right. So then I thought, let's throw it in there. Because I, I was just listening to the version of that by Johnny Cash and Bob Dylan. And so I was like, let's throw that in there. I've seen that. Yes, there's also Pete Townsend does one. The only thing he does on his solo album, yeah. what he does, he calls it North Country Girl. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I heard that, and I was like, that would be interesting and fun. And so I threw it in there. But, um, yeah, I, I noticed that, too, with the end of uh, Gold Dust Woman. There's a part where, um, at the end, it kind of just, you know, they kind of keep going with it and 
tagging and everything. And then I noticed that it sounded like Gimme Shelter. So then I started to sing Gimme Shelter. And that was really cool. Uh, Does this come spur of the moment? I'd like to see, like, when you... Yeah. I want, I want you to do something when you do... Because I love Blondie. It did, Obviously, yeah. when you do Heart of Glass, and like, oh, yeah. pull something else out. I know. I'm like, <laughs> if I ever hear something and it comes to my mind, I'll do it. But, yeah, I did that in practice one time. I just was... We were doing Goldust Woman for the first time. And we're just kind of vamping at the end. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I just started to go for Give Me Shelter. That's the closest. I can't really pinpoint your voice. I think it's just, you do have a great voice. It's Thank like one you. of the best. I can't, but it's one of those, again, I can't pinpoint who you sound like, which I think it's awesome because you sound like Adriana. Thank <laughs> you. Like when you sing, when you sing, no, when you sing Dreams, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's the first time I've heard you do sound a bit like Stevie, but no, you don't. And Thank so you're like the first, like some people will say, well, you're the second, no, you're the first Adriana. So there, be Thank proud. You. <laughs> Thank you. That is like one of the things that I really, that means a lot. It means a whole lot when people say that because I feel like, I've listened to so many artists and like, you know, you're inspired by certain people, but you never want to sound like that person or, you know, you know what I mean? You want to I know I know because sure I write. I've written artist. since I was a kid. Yeah. And what they said, it's like I've done a couple films too and like the things we do what they used to say about writing is well you start off you get all kind, you know, however you reach your goal, yeah. we all do it differently. They would say when you're writing, pick sort of a style of somebody you like. So I would do Ray Bradbury yeah. and then build off into your own. Yeah. But I think you just, you know, you've picked your own style from the beginning because you have so many different influences. And I yeah. think that's how I've had in a lot of things I've done is I've had my comic books, my classical mm-hmm. music, my old movies, yeah. any type, because I'm one of those music people. I do the the Dizzy Gillespie thing, Dizzy said, there's two types of music, good music and bad music. Mm-hmm. My friends and I would be the people down at Lakeshore Record Exchange. We'd have a stack like this. Yeah. Hank Williams on the bottom, Slayer on the top, the zombies <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. You know, if it was good, it was good. It was yeah. like, you know, a lot of my friends are talking Love and Cup, like, they're big still into, like, metal. I'll get a call, well, the new Armored Saint thing came out. Yeah. I have to give them the call every year. Hey, do you know? Emberton Otter's Jug Band Christmas one on sale. Uh-huh. And they will be spring, so it's... And I will be going out, well, in the old days when we could go out, right. on the music scene, sing all mm-hmm. kinds, and I'd see mutual friends. You know, mm-hmm. one night be jazz, another night, you know, piano, pop one night, yeah. and that's the beauty of it. And I think you bring all that in there. Oh, that's why you're sort of your own. Thank you. Did you have any lessons for that, or did you just... I don't... I mean, I've had voice lessons. I've had voice lessons throughout the years, um... Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I haven't had lessons in a while. I guess. I think it's natural, though. I think some people. I've always had this joke about American Idol. Like, for example, can you imagine if Cohen, Dylan, Waits went on, they boot them out because I of those know. voices in the second. I know. Or Ray Davies. I'll give two examples, especially Ray Davies and John Lennon. Yeah. Technically, they're not great singers, mm-hmm. but they. You hear Waterloo Sunset, you'll cry. Yeah. And they... That is true. And they know that they interpret songs. And you know how to interpret songs. And that's the one difference between a singer and a bit an artist. I mean, somebody yeah. can have technically a great voice, but they have no feeling for the song. You know how to interpret songs. Thank you. Thank you. I don't just go to shows because of court. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I don't know. I've had a lot of I've had a lot of great help along the way. I've had a lot of great teachers. 
Uh, I've had a lot of great mentors. Um, and so that's been really, that's been really nice. And, and the other thing too, but wait, you play instruments. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did not play instruments until, I mean, a couple years ago. I started playing guitar, and I was actually... So, I have an EP out currently, um, and I wrote and produced that, or I co-wrote it with Bob Marini, and who's local, and uh, and he produced it all and everything, and it was great. It's great. So, we've got that on Spotify and on... Uh, Amazon Music and Apple Music, anywhere you can find That's music. That's the beauty now. It's yeah. I always said, I used to say, a lot of local bands in the day, we would make the comment, it sounded local because some of the technology was... Now, if you got it, you can get it out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. only downside, talk about that sometime, is that a couple of people have said there is so much out there. There is a lot out there, but <laughs> yeah. it's... It's nice sometimes. I mean, like I said, Spotify, sometimes I find artists that are not very well known and I love their music. I just love it. So it's really, it's nice as well that it's so accessible, you know? That's the beauty, accessibility. That's yeah. the word. We had, for example, we did a fundraiser for one of my movies because our camera broke mm-hmm. and I worked at Monty's Corner. So we just, you know, they let me use it there for a day oh, off. Yeah. And what we had, we my friend Beth found a guy in Georgia who was mm-hmm. like a folk singer. And he was great. And the idea was neither of us would hear him. It's like a good band. My friend Josh Nesky and I really like the Fruit Flies. Yeah. And looked them up sometime. I can't yeah. really define them. But they're a band from Chicago. I doubt they'd ever play here. Yeah. Or a band like the Priscilla's in England. They mm-hmm. just, it's local. But there are these bands all over the country that yeah. you're not going to know about. Right. And that's the way, this is a way where before you would never hear about them. I had a friend, I think he learned... There was an old blues man playing on a porch you would go hang out in the neighborhood with. I love that. And that's just, isn't that great? It's like, it is. you know, I have people throwing parties during quarantine on my street. This guy's hanging uh, out with a blues guy. It's yeah, like, I, want, I want in on that. That'd be fun. You know, and everything. And again, like, you, but it's all out there. And all yeah. you have to do is look. And, if, and then you find, I always call them, I've used the term gateway drugs. You might think, okay, pop. Yeah. But then, like, you've heard Nita Simone, you go, how can you top Nita Simone? Well, wow, exactly. I got to get into this. Then you get in all the stuff from there. So that's all the music out there is good. Yeah. And uh, that's why I wanted to like see in, if you ever cover like Megadeth in the future. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I'll write that one down. Um, <laughs> actually Rocky Erickson, I think you do, or actually luck, actually lucky Jim by gun club. I think you do a really good job on okay. and Jeffrey Lee's got a really odd, odd voice, but I would listen to the Debbie Harry <laughs> version. There's a challenge. Okay. I'm going to bring it to rehearsal. The that's the other thing. Gonna... How did this come about now? To when was your first like gig in terms of not school, but in terms of public? My first gig in public. I mean, I guess my first gig here. So hard to know. I did about. Uh, I mean, I don't yeah. Care. Well, I'll say with with the guys with uh, Adriana's advertised. We started in the winter and we started practicing then, uh, and. And uh, Danny at Abilene, he gave us our first gig. So. I do have the perfect thing. If I we ever do a cover band of Adrian and Advertise, called False Advertising. Oh, good <laughs> idea. Good. But how did that come about then, the band? So, so was this one of the first times you played with them when I saw you? Yeah, that was, I think, the second time maybe. The, our first gig was in January. So I think it was the second gig. And, uh, and the first one was at Abilene. And it was so, so fun. So cold, too. It was Remember? so cold, but it was so fun, and uh, I love that place. But, but yeah, we, I mean, we got together because my friend Kent, 
he knew Chuck Salvaggio. I think, I think he only knew him. Um, but he knew that Chuck had this jam shack and that they would have, you know, <laughs> jam sessions out there uh, every Monday, I think it was. So he invited me out there and I was like, sure, why not, right? Um, so I went out there and, uh, and we just jammed, but it was so fun. And uh, so we just decided that we were all going to do the thing and make it a band. And it meshed, too. That's the yeah, thing. When it always, it's it always did. cool when you do that. It it's did. also cool to remember whoever, when you're playing Abilene outside, you know, make sure if you're a smart musician, yeah. stay on the left so you don't get bit by the bees. Oh, my gosh. I know. No, <laughs> it's I've... those little funnel plants. <laughs> I know. But I've been so fortunate to meet so many great musicians here that, that are just wonderful. I mean, there's it's just so nice. I, I play... Uh, with a group called Bob's Brothers Band, and they're more so in Livingston County, but um, but they're so great, and that's they actually found me when I was at Love and Cup Idol, and so that was I don't know five years ago now. So I've been playing with them, and and they're the greatest group of guys. And then I never thought I would find a second great group of guys, <laughs> but I did. So in terms of, this year obviously is. What can we say about music in 2020? But Bob's Brothers Band's still playing. Yeah. They're still... Well, they've got some, like, you know, we had a wedding not too long ago. Um, we've had, I mean, a lot of stuff, like with anything, has been canceled, which is really sad. But, um, but yeah, there's still a wedding that we did, um, you know, just like a graduation party. Like just kind it's of actually good like bands that. too at these parties. I know it's We've so had the, nice. I think the last weddings I went to. Not only that, but if you ever want Adriana, she can officiate your wedding. Oh yeah, I can. <laughs> I sure can. I officiated my cousin's wedding, uh, so I can do that. Not only that, sing. but a side gig is a wedding officiator too. I that's know. awesome. But that's really cool because I think the last weddings I went to, yeah, I think we had DJs. Yeah, they tend to be popular too. I mean, it's but it's it's still. It's fun. I always... That's my one thing about playing weddings. I, first of all, love them because everybody's so happy and everybody's just dancing and they're just having a great time. Uh, but the other thing is I always get nervous that they're like... That I'm not going to be singing enough, you know, of the stuff that they want, yeah. right? I'm always like, okay, are you sure that this Maybe do you ever, good? like, size up the audience, get an idea of, well, like, the ages and everything? And... The, well, they, they do... Um, I don't... Bob's Brothers Band, The there's two guys, Dave and John, and they usually do most of the, you know, the back-and-forth communication for all that uh, to get the details and stuff. So I'm never really a part of that, but... But they do get, get a set list and stuff, and they talk with them, so that's good. But, like, sometimes I have to learn a new song for, like, the first dance or something, and there is nothing more nerve-wracking than having to sing the first dance oh. song. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like please, I no. know, when I saw the mangled, groovy kind of love, for one, I'm going, okay, you either do Phil Collins, you do the original, don't do yeah. what the heck that was. <laughs> I always get so nervous. And I'm always the same. I had to go to one in Ravenwood, what they yeah. did, number one, us finding you <laughs> yeah. was fun, but we found it. But what they tried, they really, they did mostly 50 tunes. Yeah. The people were dancing, you know, yeah. you know the daughter, the father and daughter, the bride, were dancing, boogieing away. And I I'm know. like usually Mr. Stuck in the Corner, give me the bar. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, especially Italian weddings where you get the cookie cake. Oh. And I admit, I did the chicken dance. Oh, sure. There you go. Why not? You gotta. You gotta do those dances. 
But but yeah, no, I don't know. I it's it's been fun, and I I wish I wish that we still had more weddings, but but it's still good. You know, we've got uh, we've got some stuff still. Hopefully. Oh, also, who's come on the scene? Actually, oddly, how we have that little six degrees of separation, Mr. Chris Clinton. How did you yeah. find him? Okay, so when Ned Pepper taught the band to play many years ago, I knew Chris, and then uh, we got caught in the ozone layer. Yeah, but then we were beaters. Well, I had like. What? So I met I met Chuck and I met Jeremy and I met I'm trying to think who was there that first night that I went to this jam shack, but um, I mean in Adriana as advertised it's Chuck Sovaggio, Jeremy Grace, Chris Gavin, and Eric Trumpowski. Um, but we there was our I think it was our second gig or maybe our first gig at Abilene I can't remember now. When you were there at Valentine's Day, was was Chris Clinton playing? No, he wasn't there. I don't think. And Chuck missed that gig because he told me. That's right. I was telling him. I said I saw you. That's and right. He said, That's the only gig I missed. That's right. So we had uh, the first gig. We had Chris Clinton playing bass um, because Chris Govan, who's the bass player, he for Adrian is advertised. He wasn't able to do that gig. So so Chris stepped in, and that's how I met Chris. And he's such a fun guy. I've known. So, see, we go back many, many years. Yeah. And I was surprised when you did your stream. Is that Chris? <gasps> I yeah, <Chris. laughs> yeah. So he's and he's so talented. He plays guitar as well. And so we, um, so I was like, well, this guy's great. This guy's awesome. And so I'm like, oh, we got to do something else. Like we got to, we got to. And I you think know. you bring, and he's all. I've known Chris all these years. I think also what you bring, especially in these days, you bring positivity. Yeah. It's not you're going out. It's not some emo thing where you want to cry. No, no. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. You should. You could do something like, for example, if you ever wanted to do, if you did two sets, do like a pure jazz set with the oh, way you do yeah. vocals or something. You do like old school That would be nice. Jazz and everything. Because I think you really, like I said again, you could, you're really undefinable and you can carry anything. Thank you. Like one of those people who's going to ignore me five years now from no, now. No, <laughs> no. I don't know. I have friends. I have every friend. I've, like, a couple of my friends who I've seen from the beginning, and I say the only thing I want when you play Medicine Square Garden, I want backstage. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't know how did I meet, but yeah, no, Chris, Chris and I, we we started to do the the live streams, um, and that was super fun, and we were like, let's do it, and our inspiration for that was Grace Potter. Who does oh, yes. the live stream? And then Mondays. I have to say, you actually had the guts. I had to write a suggestion because I saw Elvis Costello at Jazz Fest. You were asking what to do. Oh, yeah. And I just said Elvis would do the wheel. Yep. So you literally did it and you sung songs. Yeah, I was like, I'll do it. And so I put I put him in a hat and I picked songs out of a hat. But um, that was fun. That and was then really also, fun. not only that, but you did not just get music, you got recipes. Oh, yeah. Drink then, recipes. Yep. His <laughs> wife, Sally, she did uh, some drink recipes recipes for us she made i salsa. tried the dip i made it a little hot that was my fault oh my gosh it was so spicy well i so made it a good. little i once got tadco it's a different name now at the genesee regional market i got bird's eye peppers from they're from okay. africa so i made harissa oh. which is like african salsa uh advice uh, um yeah these are you don't know hot you try these no that sounds hot that sounds no and really it's like hot. one of those where and they get you where it's not bad Oh, and then it's that. Yep. And the worst thing I've ever had—I don't know if you've had it—the old toad. It's fall. It's like this Indian dish, F A A L. It literally—I had one. It was like getting punched in the stomach for days. I've never been there. 
I've always wanted to go. <laughs> well, I would wait did. for now. For, yeah. I uh, maybe next year. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I'll, hey, I'll take you down there. I know. Sweet. I know. I used to work there. I used to do the door there. I know all the people there. Really? But I think we should wait for. Uh, yeah, we'll wait until a safe this year's time. a little. <laughs> Good lord. Who would ever think that though? Like if you said, "Hey, you want to do something or yeah. go to the store?" Like, like say, you just want to go to the store. Okay, just you go get the car, go yeah. to the store now. Do I got my mask? Do I got my list? Oh, yeah, do I, I have know. to go run around in there? Oh my god, the amount of times I've forgotten my mask. It's so bad. It's so bad. I know. But then once it's on, I'm like, oh. But I know, like, you've worked, like, you did the thing outside of the one store. Yeah, one. yeah. So we. And now, how. They're open, though. Yeah, so I work at, I work at Glenna's as and well. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is, is the voting still on? Vote for best. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I want to do plugs, so if the best, whatever. Yeah, if you guys, if you guys want to go to uh, Rochester's best i think it is or rochester's choice but it's uh it's it's for glenna's cbd i think it's under beauty health and beauty or something like that oh my gosh i should look it up we are shameless about plugs on this show i'm bad i'm bad at them but chris was great at that show because he's taught all those things he's saying oh yeah and the weird part about watching that show was you could tell it's getting near autumn because it started getting dark oh yeah no, it was it was fun. So we did a we did a little pop up live stream at Glenna's CBD at uh, in the twelve corners of Brighton, and that was super fun. I I love I, every time before a show. I always I'm, I use her CBD, and, and I love both. I like when you're playing. You know as much about technology as I do. You're looking oh, at the I'm camera. So I've had bad. friends. Somehow you do it like when you play guitar. Chris does your right handed. I've had people for whatever, and I have no clue whether it'll be left handed. Oh. Or they'll freeze or something. Oh. It's just really... I had one of your things where it's just for some reason... And it's just, We're I have so no idea. bad at technology. But are you still going to do them every now and then? Or are you just sort of... I don't know. We might do, you know, one every now and advice again for fun. I found from friends... I've had friends who started this in March. And yeah. a lot of them, I've seen them actually literally losing it. Because, like, one of my friends just actually sat on air one time. It's not because we don't have any feedback. I think the best way to do it is like you do it. Don't do it every week. Do it, like, when you feel like it. Exactly. And we yeah. were doing it every week. And that was fun. Yeah. And now, you know, now that... We've had a couple of gigs. If you know some some things, you yeah. can have trios. I don't know. But are you going to be recording soon? You think? Or yeah, so, real CDs. Yeah, so we've got. Um, we're doing our one song in the light uh, that I wrote. I I wrote a I wrote like an EP's worth during this quarantine. One and of my friends, my friend Sean McVeigh, said he's written between three and four albums. So yeah, make use of it. Make use yeah. of it. Yeah, so I started writing when I like at the beginning of the quarantine, and so uh, we've we've gotten together to 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 start to record at least one song. We're recording one song right now. It's called "In the Light." Um, I think it's the newest one that I wrote, actually. But uh, it's it's super fun. And there is, if you want to go on YouTube too, you do a making of one of your songs. Yeah, I, you can yeah. watch how you make would put one yeah, together. Yeah, I, I did that with Bob with Bob Marini. Yeah, yeah, we we put that together. That was the song "Grown." I think it was we were talking about, uh, and that was super fun. But but yeah, so I don't know that that's that was one of my my biggest mentors, and so that was super fun. Well, he really helped me a lot. Well, and speaking of fun too, this has been lots of fun. I'm just yeah. glad you came down. Thank we'll have you, you and Chris down too in the fall. I know. That'll be good. You know, one of the beauties I like too is like when I see artists, like when I see them starting out is over the years, your progression and what you get into and everything. Yeah. It's just awesome. And then you'll look back too and say, well, yeah. I started this and I came from here. Yeah. I think, I think always just like my biggest thing I think has been just, um, list, you know, 
always being open to things and yeah. like trying different That's, things. Do you have the right attitude? Yeah, and like the people I've learned so much from so many people. I had one teacher, Teresa Bala. She was uh, the pianist for my high school, and she helped me so much with auditions that I was doing. <laughs> and she actually, now that I'm thinking about it, she was the one that really like we would sit there and I would sing a song, and she'd be like, "Okay, yeah, but maybe like do something different." <laughs> and so then That's I would. That's the way, and I think yeah. also I've always said like there's there's solo artists, and then also when you work in a band, there's you learn teamwork. Yeah, and it bounces off. Somebody's got a different style. Somebody yeah. brings it, but you know. But Absolutely. do you think plugs in terms? of this we could find you adriana is advertised and on you know, like facebook like the like the page yeah yeah so and I, you're on youtube yep i've got adriana yeah yeah i've got eight well spotify is just adriana noon um it's and then you know amazon is adriana noon apple music adriana noon but then if you uh there's a website adriana is advertised there's Facebook, Adriana is advertised, and then there's, you know, my Instagram, Adriana. And do you have anything right now coming up, you think? or I mean, right now, we're not going to go on about music. It's frustrating for all performers. I know, I it know. could change from today till tomorrow. I've... I've talked to Danny Deutsch. Yeah. I told them that yep. we should put the artists in a hot air balloon so they're away and then we oh, can just I know. <laughs> I know. I, you know what, though? I really, like, I commend all these bar owners that are still oh, trying to I'm, figure it out. because I've heard friends say, let's just stay above water. Yeah. And I just, all I can do is hope for the best. Yeah. So if right now you don't really have anything coming up for shows? Or well, we've got, we've got a couple at Roar. Um, if, Love it. If all still if all still goes well, we've got a couple at Roar. You know, if we're still allowed to do it, um, and that should be one in September, one right before Halloween, oh, which is my favorite. Holiday. That's my favorite. Actually, Grease Creeper is one of my really good friends. We, in yeah. theory, we're playing a Halloween show at Photo City. Okay. And Ooh. I guess I guess Danny has got the heck out of the place. And I'm going to have Ryan and Colin, Tommy. Come They're on. all good friends of mine and regulars. We're going to have them on here to promote it. Come and on. supposedly we're going to have, but, you know, yeah. let's, but right now it's scheduled. Yeah. So let's just yep. see. It would be distance. You'd have to sit down. Yeah. And these are all good friends of mine. And that's always my go-to place on Halloween. I was yeah. at Skylark. I was out there. Halloween Aww. is my day. That's And we're all too. Halloween now because we're all wearing masks every day. I know. But that's... Roar. I love Roar, yeah. obviously. And I have yeah. and I remember your gig there was great. So fun. I was kept looking up at the balloons. I love that place. And we have another one, I think, too, if, if all goes well, like I said, uh, at Abilene in September as well. So... Hopefully two in September and one in October thus far. And um, I can speak to the places I know. I mean, I go places I know Danny. Yeah. I know, well, both Dannys, I know them. But I yeah. know, and Roar, I've had friends play there before. They do, this is a tough as heck time, but when you go to, like, Abilene, they do a really good job. Oh, yeah. And we don't have any troublemakers or anything. No, no, and they that's the other thing is that they've all not only been always ever-changing with these, you know, new rules and regulations, but they've also been doing a really good job at it, a really, really good I job. I think I'm very, like, Roar, I felt fine. Yeah. Plus, I kept looking back while you were playing. Yeah. That, that lion with the mask looks so cool. I, I know. I love the little lion. I know. I, lo- I love And you also places. had, you were on the news. 
Yeah. Now I can think of, well, you can see your day glow nail polish. Oh my gosh, I know. I love that nail polish. I love it too. I keep looking. It reminds you of it. like the day glow paints. Oh yeah. It's I cool. love it. It was glow in the dark in that place. I'm like, I know. Oh, it was. I'm like looking at it. But this has been very great. I'm glad we could make I know we had to dodge around because we're busy with this. We always are with oh, times. I know. And we'll I hopefully know. have Thank you and Chris you. back. But now we have another rare treat is Adriana is going to play one song live so I can get the heck out of here and get out of her way <laughs> and maybe... Yeah dog sit but what do you want to play oh let me see let me think about it i could do hmm that's a tough question well why don't you think about it yeah. and we'll just get ready and then you can just introduce the song before you play so we're leaving it the suspense will build yeah <laughs> thanks thank a lot you. thank you for having me bye, bye doggy bye, bye. Take a breath, honey, take a breath, honey On your love, honey, put your love on me And I know it's hard sometimes to be alone at night So won't you turn to me Take a chance on me, share a little love with me Oh, the pain of a crack in the heart Can't be mended by the company of another And the one who you love most You ain't ready to forgive And there's surely no forgetting The one who hurt you most Take a breath on me, take a breath on me On your love, on me, put your love on me And I know it's hard sometimes to be alone at night So won't you turn to me Take a chance on me, share a little love with me Well, I recognize that sorrow's the kind that leaves you hollow it's a shame to see you strain The rate at which you self-deprecate And although it doesn't mean as much You're the sweetest song I've never sung So I'm hoping for you and I'm hoping for you And I'm bound to fail But I'm there for you and I'm trying for you Take a breath, honey, take a breath, honey On your love, on me, put your love on me And I know it's hard sometimes to be alone at night So won't you turn to me Take a chance on me, share a little love with me Take a chance on me, share a little love with me.